0: We're live. Hello. How you doing, Jade?
1: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. My microphone is too low. Let
1: me, <laughs> let me sink into this couch here and get a little bit more comfy.
0: Um, all right. So this is the uh, first... Moving fucking everything. There, that'll do a little do Let's not make it take too long. Okay. So this is the first episode of uh, the podcast and I haven't really named it yet. Uh, I'm kind of leaning on calling it It Can't All Be True. So the concept is we're going to explore um, real people who are behind the photos in the in the photos that I take. So some people like yourself I photographed before, and then there's gonna be people who will be brand new and have never had a photo shoot before, models and artists, etc. I'm just looking for interesting people or people who aren't interesting but look interesting online. Now it's gonna be kind of like an interview, but the catch is, or like the, the the hook that I'm going for, is that it doesn't matter if you lie to me. It doesn't matter if you don't tell the truth.
1: Ooh.
0: Now, that doesn't mean that you can't. Are I'm you
1: lying happy. right now?
0: Everything is fake. <laughs> That's the whole point. Everything is fake. But you can tell the truth. And through some of the experiences that I've had, I know that sometimes the truth is more interesting than the lie. Um, and other times the truth is not interesting at all and people think it's going to be interesting. So it's kind of this exploring the characters that are behind the photos and yeah, just getting to know people, but with that caveat that you never quite know if people are telling the truth. So what I want to do first is a couple of practice questions. So, uh, and you can agree or disagree, but what I sort of want to say to people is, you have to answer the question. So if I ask you a question, you have to answer it, but you don't have to tell the truth.
1: All right.
0: Or you can say, no, I'm not going to answer that. But
1: That defeats the, you yeah, have to awesome. answer Cool, it. cool,
0: cool. She's game. She's game. <laughs> okay. So um, we're going to do a couple of practices. So I'm going to ask you a question and then I just want you to tell me the truth. Like just answer the question straight up. Nothing hard. What color is your hair? Pink. Okay. Now I want you to lie. <gasps> no gap, no thinking, just straight out tell me an answer what colour is your
1: oh
0: you bitch trying to steal the ginger anyway um okay cool uh, what are you gonna have for dinner tonight spaghetti I thought you were gonna have burgers
1: well it's not quite dinner time now is it
0: Oh no did it change since you told me
1: no it's burgers <laughs>
0: did you find out how to spell boschiola
1: no I just spoke it into my phone and it worked yep
0: okay cool you, yeah. you could end up with anything for dinner. <laughs> Autocorrect.
1: <laughs> Balls-ski-sack. <laughs> uh, ballsack
0: pasta. So, okay, cool. Let's get into it. So, Jade, tell me, when did you uh, develop a taste for ballsack pasta?
1: Mate, let me tell you something. It was back at, no. You know, you just, sometimes you just need balls in your mouth.
0: Cock is an entree? Not a main?
1: It's a dessert, and sometimes Ooh. I have dessert before dinner. Oh Jesus!
0: Okay, cool. Um, okay, so
1: <laughs> this doesn't even make sense. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's
0: fine. So, I've actually got a real question now. So no more, no more fucking around. Okay. Do you remember how we met?
1: Didn't you drive me somewhere?
0: Yes. Yeah. But but why? But how did I did? That's how we met, right? Yeah. So what happened?
1: After you dropped me off. No, on. like
0: what happened? How did that happen? We'd never met before. I don't even never know. Met before.
1: I don't even understand. I needed to go somewhere and you were like, oh, I'm going the same way. And yeah, but
0: like, but how did you find me?
1: Uh, I think you took a picture of a couple of friends and then I had you on Facebook. Yeah. I think that's it.
0: Because I was thinking about this. I'm like, fuck, how do I even know Jade? Mm. And then I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I think you posted a Facebook status.
1: About needing to go somewhere. needing
0: a lift somewhere. and I think I was already in the area or I was heading that way. I don't even know or I just had like an hour to go. Don't
1: trust strangers.
0: Do you remember what? They'll take
1: pictures of you.
0: Do you remember what I drove?
1: I don't know, like a shit box or a van or something. Yeah.
0: A big white van.
1: I'm a a really trusting person. A
0: big white 80s van. And I had fuck off long hair.
1: Oh, yeah. And it was it was going to the city for some brand, right? And they told me, we like you, but you don't have enough followers. So, we're not going to put you in the show.
0: So, how long ago do you reckon that was?
1: Five years. Five years ago? Maybe longer. I
0: reckon it was longer. Yeah? I reckon it was about eight years ago. Eight years. I reckon it was about eight years ago. <sighs>
1: Jesus. I hadn't
0: been a photographer for long at that point. <laughs> and I had my fucking... NBN Go battery. <laughs> Can't turn that one off. Okay, so um, yeah, uh, I hadn't been a photographer very long. I had my Able Street studio and that was about three years in. And I've been photographing for 10s, nearly 11 years. So I reckon it's about eight years ago. So where, you, where were you going? It was for a brand.
1: Yeah. So pretty much they were having a runway show mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it was just like a shitty t-shirt brand. And literally they just got the girls that had the biggest... Like, social followings. media following. The
0: biggest followings. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: That's it. It had nothing to do with, like, how they looked or how they walked or anything like that. Just about the followers.
0: Right. So, how many followers did you have at that time?
1: Well, I hadn't done any modeling or anything. So, I had right. no modeling pages. I didn't have an Instagram. All I had was just yeah. a regular Facebook.
0: Cool. So, let's have a look. They said no to... Jade zombie tattoo. Yeah. I haven't looked at it in a while.
1: <laughs>
0: Hang on, I'm not on my Wi-Fi. It's nice and slow. Uh, how many followers do you have now? Do you know off the top of your head?
1: I think like 39k.
0: 39k. 39. Yeah. Wow. And they said you didn't have enough followers.
1: Well, I didn't have an Instagram. That was like eight years ago. This was like
0: before Instagram.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was like your Facebook page and I didn't like, I didn't have one.
0: So what's interesting to me is um, that was like the birth of online social media marketing around that time. It hadn't taken off yet. Facebook pages. Yeah, but it hadn't taken off yet. Brands were definitely not on top of it. You know, um, that was when I hadn't quite started making a lot of money from photography yet, but like I was getting close and I was starting to make these really good connections. And it was just before I started making heaps of money in commercial photography, taking professional level photos. And it was a couple of years ago, more like the four year, four, three, three, four year ago, Mark, where that crashed commercial photography. For me, at least in like the mid level, not like we're not talking top brands or anything. We're talking regular bands, brands paying models to produce content. And that went away because of social media. And I find
1: everybody's doing it for free. Why would they pay someone?
0: Well, that's (laughs) exactly, Hey, that's why I don't have a job anymore. Um, but, yeah, so I find it really interesting that, like, that long ago, there were still, like, people were ready and knew, no, you don't have enough followers. Yeah. And it was nothing to do with your look. It was nothing to nah. do with you. It was purely how many followers do you have on a, on a, Facebook wasn't even that big yet. No, it wasn't. Yeah, so it was that's really about... cool. So, um, what do you do? So, a brand rejected you because you hadn't done enough modeling and hadn't sort of built a following yet. What do you do now?
1: Just like cop it on the chin and just keep going and apply for other things.
0: What do you do now for work?
1: Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant with that. No, I tattoo now.
0: Right. So, do you feel like... Were those, not the two events themselves, but like, was there a journey there that you feel like was connected?
1: Um, possibly the dealing with people and the, like the connections. Right. With certain people throughout modeling and that kind of thing, but not particularly the art side. I already had that.
0: So you're already an artist. Yeah. First. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but do you feel like building that, like, you've had a lot of followers for a long time now. Like, do you feel like that helped, like, for you to get into tattooing?
1: Uh, yeah, definitely. I had, you know, people that already would allow me to tattoo them. Right. So, they were just wanted a tattoo by me just because of...
0: So, just by the the sheer noise, you could just yeah. reach enough people. So like, it was like easy. For, instantly, yeah, like It was spot. easy
1: for me to bring people in to practice on and.
0: Right. Um, <laughs> I love that sound. Um, so, uh, tell me, take me through a little bit about how uh, a, a young girl who <laughs> accepts rides in vans from strangers uh, and gets rejected. Not
1: the wisest choice. <laughs> and gets
0: rejected by a, a. Let's call it a modeling agency for for the, for the yeah. sake of who gets rejected by a modeling agency, becomes a tattoo artist. And like, it's only a few years. Like, it's not like we're talking a 20-year journey.
1: No, it's pretty quick. I just decided, I'm the kind of person that if I decide something, I've got to do it. I'm going to find a way and somehow, magically, it's going to happen. With tattooing, it was a lot of hard work. And I did spend, you know, uh, at least a year and a half drawing every single day. To get up to you know a certain level and like I started at the dodgy shops I started you know around the dodgy people until I could kind of like break through
0: the dodgy people
1: the dodgy people
0: but isn't the industry regulated now it is now <laughs> and it wasn't when you started
1: ah uh, yeah it was but still you know maybe the the less You know, the shops you probably don't want to go and get a tattoo from.
0: (laughs) Right. Um, Don't name any names because I don't want to get shot at. (laughs) What's some of the dodgy shit? Some of it. Remember, you don't have to tell the truth. Mm. It can be the truth, but people don't have to think it's the truth.
1: Ah, yes, yes. Well, the first person teaching me to tattoo was in a kitchen. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun.
0: <laughs> in a shop?
1: No. No in a house.
0: Just in their house? Yeah, maybe. Licensed? Hygiene standards? Well... Could they tattoo? Mm,
1: but the important thing is we've moved from there and have taken... The proper approach, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But, like, I want the story, I want to know. So, okay,
0: so uh, backyard job, yep, pretty on, much, which is like, don't do that,
1: yeah, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that, kids.
0: So, no, but it's like in the industry, it's like, don't do that, yeah. So, was that a hurdle? Did that make things harder?
1: Yeah, most definitely, because especially if you walk into a well known shop. And they, you know, know or have a hint that you have done something, like out of a shop. It definitely is a hindrance.
0: So, what did you have to do to get past that?
1: Pretty much had to like prove that you could tattoo and that you were willing to work and, I'm wanting to get there.
0: And it's not that exciting. So, one of the things that I think about, like, if you're like tattooing in someone's kitchen. Like, it just can't be the right environment, which no. means, like, you can't be learning the right skills.
1: No, you you pick up a lot of bad habits that need to be broken, that's right. for sure.
0: Okay, so, cool. Um, so, you're working in some... I'm, I'm going to go into, like, this grimy, dirty kitchen, like cockroaches, <laughs> like, like stale bread that's, like, more mold than bread now. <laughs> And it's just like, just like a chisel.
1: Oh, like a, I didn't, I didn't do too much out. there, but you know, you kind of, you, you have you first play around, maybe practice on some pig skin and that kind of thing, and
0: so not, you didn't just like go, hey, like let's just tattoo some, no, some rando, some
1: rando, hey, you off the street, come here, that's what junkies are for, you right? You wouldn't
0: struggle to find them, yeah. You this wouldn't is struggle true, to find yeah.
1: Them. Just hang around like the methadone clients. Who wants a free tattoo? you know
0: <laughs> so why were you there
1: well you know someone said they would teach me how to tattoo and that was my ultimate end goal was to be a tattoo artist and kind of you you think and take any opportunity that arises whether it's a, a good opportunity or a bad one
0: and you just thought this all this is my ticket in
1: uh, kind of at the time, just to learn, like, the basics a little bit. Like, you yeah. don't you don't know. You don't know how to get in there and how to do it.
0: Yeah, no, this is... So, what I'm getting to is it's a risk. You took oh, a risk. Oh, yeah. 100%. You took a risk to, to do something that you wanted to do. Yeah. So, it comes back to the van. Got in the van. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you took the risk. You took the risk. So, so yeah. many people don't. Yeah. You know, um, they say, like, I want to do this. I really want to do this. And they don't do the work. No, you got to... And for me, when someone doesn't do the work, I don't believe they want it. Mm. If somebody says they want something, don't do the work. They don't want. They, they have romanticized it. They like the idea of getting it.
1: Oh, everyone loves the idea of becoming a tattoo artist. But when you become like, you know, a tattoo apprentice and everything, they don't want to do the actual work. You don't realize it's like, you know, a year unpaid or you're doing scrubbing people's tubes. All you're doing is sitting there watching and drawing and like, you know, and sometimes you start off with nasty people telling you nasty things.
0: What have nasty people said to you, Jade?
1: Well, some nasty people have. I've had to the point that... Females shouldn't be tattoo artists because they're too soft and too caring. And also about the previous modeling. Like, you know, no one's going to take you seriously being half naked on the internet. Like, you're just going to get your tits out to get customers and like, you know, just horrible shit. Like, I was told by probably about three different like old school male tattoo artists that I could never do it. And well, you know, I took one of their jobs, so... Right. <laughs>
0: wow. Okay. Uh, that sounds nasty.
1: <laughs>
0: Where'd you bury the body?
1: Where did I bury the body? Oh, no. It, it's, they're still kicking.
0: So you didn't kill them? No. You just tied them up? Yeah. Do you still feed them?
1: I forget. Sometimes? It's like, you know, like a goldfish. You kind of like, you just like chuck tons of food in there, like, because like, you're like, oh, this will last you a month. And every then-
0: three months, you flush it down the toilet, get a new one yeah yeah cool so now how long have you been tattooing for
1: only two years so technically I'm at the end of like you might still a tattoo apprentice
0: so two years is that from kitchen or is that from a shop? no that's that's from a shop from a shop so two years in a shop yep and is that two years in the current shop you're in or are you counting
1: Uh, I think it's a year and a half maybe more in the current shop I am right And then it was about six months in the shop before it.
0: Right. Okay, cool. Um, and obviously being in the shop.
1: 10 times better.
0: Yeah. Different ballgame.
1: Yeah. You've got people that are extremely talented that you can turn to and like ask questions and push you and, you know, come and be like, well, maybe it didn't turn out that way. But if you do this or if you do that and, you know, really plan out a tattoo before you do it and and designs. Design's, like, a huge thing. Like, when you've done a design, you know, just making sure, like, everything's going to transfer well onto skin because there's things out there that that won't.
0: Like what? Like, what what can happen?
1: Like, you know, it might look great in a drawing, like, let's say, like, a sketchy drawing. Looks, you know, unclean and messy as a tattoo, usually.
0: Right, so... Not bad line work, but erratic. Yeah, unplanned line like, work. Like, of
1: course, there's like certain styles that that might be okay with, but you know, you've got to have a clear, legible, you know, readable image.
0: I like clean. Mm-hmm. I like really super clean, clean. lines in tattoos, uh, which sucks when you have really bad skin for tattoos. <laughs> when you got like heaps of freckles and heaps yep. of scars, yep. <laughs> you're very limited. Um, all right, cool. So, um. You've got like neon pink hair, and you work as a tattoo artist. Would you say that defines you?
1: What the hair is, or the tattoo artist? The image. <laughs> the image. Um, I suppose it does, but I don't really like to think of it that way. Like,
0: did you have anything that define so before this? Before modeling, tattooing. Did you have something that you, like, identified as? Like, I am this kind of person or I do this thing and that defines me?
1: No, I think I was probably a bit lost. <laughs> okay, so,
0: yeah, what I'm trying to come to is, is saying that, yeah, so yeah. the outside for you is real. It's, it's who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you that person when you're at home and you're alone and there's no one else around?
1: I like to think so. I don't think I change that much. I think I'm pretty much the same. I just get weirder alone. You know, start singing to yourself. <laughs> yeah, look, So
0: that's the next thing I'm getting to is, like, your social media now is very much just your tattoo work. Yeah, pretty much. Um, And I imagine that's because that's all you do.
1: Yeah, I. that's 100%. All I do is tattoo and then go home and draw up tattoos for the next day and my life pretty much revolves around that but I do try and keep personal factors off social media
0: right why is that
1: because it's it's not necessary like you see people and they post all about their relationship and all about their issues or family issues on on Facebook and I don't I don't think it's necessary
0: Do you think for some people though So this okay so your identity, right? Let's just, mm. whether or not I'm accurate doesn't matter right now. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not like assuming anything or like putting you in Did a... Do you assume
1: my gender? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know your gender. <laughs> uh, I have thoughts on that. You can't say those things without making someone angry. This is my first episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <I was laughs>
0: save my opinions for later.
1: <laughs> uh.
0: I just made... Anybody who's listening to this who's remotely on the left just got really angry. <laughs> oh, just kidding. It's fine. Sorry. It's fine. Um, so
1: sorry. Not sorry.
0: Look, I I am left-handed. I have red hair and I have blue eyes. I am the biggest minority on the planet.
1: Excuse me. I am left-handed and have blue eyes. I might not be red-headed. Actually, I'm ambidextrous, so...
0: Oh. But anyway... anyway. So, for people who put their their baggage out there, mm. right? So, let's say you felt lost before you could identify as this thing that you are, you know, like this.
1: I was just a, a drunk kind of...
0: Yeah, cool. You know,
1: 18, 19-year-old. That,
0: that works for most people.
1: You know, you you work during the week, you just drink all the weekend. That's pretty much was my life. <laughs>
0: so, for people who don't come into an identity, they don't whether they work for it or not um you know some people are just really good at sport They like it's not that they didn't work for it but that's just all they've ever done and yeah. that's their identity and it's their passion so for people who don't have that um maybe their identity is their baggage and so they're putting it out there and it's for attention because i don't believe anybody does anything social media related for anything other than attention.
1: Oh yeah, hundred um, percent.
0: In in our age bracket, anyway. Yeah. Um, I know some older people who hundred percent. They use social media to keep up with family. Yeah. And that's it. It's literally their online diary. Hey, I did this. I went to this place. Here's a photo of of us. Yeah. And yeah, it it doesn't look attention grabbing, particularly because they've only like thirty friends. <laughs> you know, like they're not adding 5,000 people they didn't hit their their friend cap in their first month online yeah um, but in this like look at me look at me culture it's not just the influences it's not just like really pretty people um, there's a lot of baggage out there that gets attention and sometimes it goes viral the only problem is you can't sell anything with it and it's sort of this weird thought experiment that I go through sometimes and think like what are they selling because I think everything's about money. Everything comes back to money. And if you don't have it, everything really comes back to money. Even if you don't think about it. Not mm. thinking about it is you thinking about money. So, uh, with that Give in... Give me your money. <laughs> I don't have any. Ah, oh, dear. You're looking at all of my money there in, in the laptop. That's, that's all I own.
1: Is it inside the laptop?
0: Yeah, you could fit maybe 80 bucks. <laughs> 80 bucks in dollar coins inside there. Nah, def-
1: no, I definitely understand what you're saying. Yeah,
0: so if people haven't come into their identity and they're using social media for their baggage... <laughs> I'm trying to... I'm coming around to something. Watch out, he's thinking. No, no, right. Um, is it hard to not feel better than those people?
1: I don't want to say that. That's not... It's not that you feel better, it's just, I'm just saying like in an instance where someone's whinging about their current partner and it's like, you know, you're having a small argument, keep that between you two and sort it out. Don't put it all over Facebook to weigh in on people's opinions and then maybe blow up the situation, be like, oh, well, this person thought this and this person said this and this person said that I was correct and you're not instead of maybe, you know. Working it out, the two parties. Have you not seen that before? Yeah.
0: Yeah. See, but this is the thing: is is people love drama. I I understand. People this. love it. Some of the like like the like you see posts that have hundreds. Oh, of did you
1: not see my joke about vegans? And then it was like a hundred. We are a vegan
0: friendly podcast. We,
1: we yeah, it's fine. then. I was just making a small joke. And then like a hundred and sixty comments later, people are unfriending me. But like And this is
0: I'm assuming there's like a one liner. This is just yeah, a joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're
1: like, oh my god. Okay.
0: Do you think that's because you have a big following though? That you can get that kind of reaction? Maybe.
1: But it, it I guess it was interesting watching people fight amongst each other. I'm not even responding to these people, but they're responding to random like people like one person on my facebook and another person they don't know each other but they're on my facebook fighting
0: right do you know do, do you think you'd even know most of them or are they just no. they're just strangers now
1: most of them are strangers so there's just strangers any anyone that knows me personally would have known she's just making a
0: joke so there's like strangers arguing in a digital space yes on let's you know smile for the camera you know <laughs> Uh, I know you and I know your social media is pretty authentic because I've met you Mm. you know you don't post photos looking a certain way but then pretend that's who you are all the time (sighs) in person I
1: look like a homeless person most of the time you come into my work me tattooing fuck people probably have come from my modelling page do they think I'm going to walk out in lingerie and like this glamorous thing no I fucking just rolled out of bed. I've got like this like dirty, messy bun. My hair right? is Sit down. <laughs> Have
0: you had anybody not think you were you? Like, has anybody come in to get a tattoo and like? Where's the fucking... You've like opened up like, hi, I'm here to see Jade.
1: No, they've they've known it's me. They've
0: known it's you. Yeah. Have you had anybody do the like?
1: Not to my face yet.
0: Right. Okay. <laughs> not to your face. Not to my face. What, so, yet. what makes you say not to your face?
1: Well, I guess they wouldn't want to be rude.
0: Who bitches behind your back?
1: <gasps>
0: I don't know. No, come on.
1: No, no, no one. I, I don't know.
0: You work with artists. Yeah. You are an artist.
1: Yeah, we are pretty. You're bitchy. an
0: influencer on Instagram. Not an influencer. You've got enough followers to be considered one.
1: Buy my skinny tea. No. <laughs>
0: If that shit worked, everybody would be thin. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no bitchiness?
1: No. What in tattooing? Or you pick. Of course there's bitchiness in tattooing. But there's bitchiness in any kind of workplace.
0: Do you think it's warranted?
1: You, half, half. you have to like you
0: have to be really careful here. Yeah, half <laughs> You're half. Like, this is my job, man. Like... Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. I guess it depends on the situation.
0: All right, all right. Let's let's
1: steer away. Let's move <laughs> away from this. So
0: get you fucking fired. So, um, one of the things you sort of talked to me about before was that um, you started getting like covered in tattoos early. Like before you, like, did you know you wanted to be a tattoo artist then?
1: Yes. I've actually wanted to do tattooing since I was about fifteen, but thought I
0: don't. You just 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 let's just. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, so we'll uh, we'll
1: put a little (laughs) um. But I thought I don't know. I just had this like insecurity that I couldn't do it. I wasn't good enough to do it, and like, so I kept a lot of art and stuff quite hidden.
0: Right. Um. Would you, do you regret any of the tattoos that you have?
1: Um, probably I, I don't know, I'm not a huge fan of my chest tattoo. Uh, I think it could be, but saying that, I just need to go get it fixed up and stuff is it, like that. Is
0: it the art or is it the, the, dis- like the type of art itself? Um, like, is it, is, sorry, is it the execution? I think
1: it's the execution. Or
0: the, the design? No, it's, I think it's, it's the, the, execution. the execution. So what, what what do you, now that you know a little bit more, and like we haven't been doing this for 20 years, so yeah I'm not going to go in your expert opinion, no. and I'm not like saying you're not an expert or anything like that, you know way more than I do.
1: Still learning though, but yeah. <laughs>
0: but like on the off chance anyone listens to this, I don't want someone who's been tattooing for 35 years to think that I'm sitting here going, oh my God, she knows everything. No, no, or for people no. listening to think that somebody who's been tattooing in a shop for two years is the end of where where that, where it You know, like you know everything. No, no, definitely so not. It's not an attack. I just want to clarify that. <laughs> so now that you know.
1: Uh, yeah, I know more about tattooing and what more a- about...
0: Yeah, what happened with the execution? What's wrong? About uh,
1: just just particularly like the consistency in lines and like the smoothness of shading and kind of the reference picture according to how it turned out. That's very, very different.
0: It's not symmetrical. I know. <laughs> <laughs> was it wasn't meant to be symmetrical. Yes. Okay. Just it's wanted it's to find out. that out. It's, it's fine. Fun. Look, it's, it's one of those things where it, it looks fine. Yeah. But... It's a tattoo. Yeah. And they're forever. And everybody has heard that. Yeah. So we don't need to go into that. But with what people are capable of now in tattooing, it blows my mind some of the stuff I see people getting from tattoo artists who are incredible.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: And I see people getting this just really weird decisions. From people who are good and who are expensive. So they've paid money. Like, we're talking real world dollars. We're not talking yeah backyard gift vouchers. But I,
1: but I guess that's just, you know, personal preference. People it comes want down what they to. want. Yeah.
0: And most people aren't artists. Most people aren't artistic. And if they are, we're assuming their creativity lies where ours lies and they understand visual design you know someone can be really artistic because they sew and they've got no interest in drawing at all whatsoever so what so take me through why the tattoo didn't work out great like what was wrong with the process itself
1: um i just personally i just think it's the artist caring about the end result
0: right so you think it was not so much the process for this specific piece but just that the artist didn't
1: hundred percent if you in. if you go to an artist that's extremely passionate about their work and passionate about what you're doing you're going to get a better piece you're going to get something that they've you know really really put their heart and soul into
0: yeah look it's one of those um, most all of my tattoos bar one that I did on myself. Don't do that. I didn't do it. You don't know. Oh, actually two. This this is one on my finger. Um, <laughs> my bad decision tattoos that I don't regret at all. Yeah. Uh, because they're stories. Yeah, of course. Um, and they're like unimportant, like little. Yeah. Um, all of my tattoos are pretty much done by one person. Yeah. And he doesn't draw up before. So you like rock up and he's like, right, what are we doing? It's like, oh, I've got this in mind. He's like, cool, I'll see you in an hour. And he goes and he draws it up. But when he comes back out, he's like, is that what you have in mind? You're like, yeah.
1: But saying that, he, he is very passionate about what yeah. he does. Yeah.
0: But, but what I'm getting at is, yeah. like, I didn't feel uncomfortable because he was recommended by the shop. Um, so I was like, okay, I guess this is how it works. Cause I had, I had, okay. So a tattoo artist did my outline and he died. He passed away and I went back and, oh, he's not here anymore. So this other guy took over.
1: Who did your outline?
0: Uh, I'm not going to go with any okay. names just because. Yeah. All right. Sorry. No, no, no. It's not about that. It's just. I'll
1: ask you when we're not recording. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's just, if we don't, if I don't ever use names, yeah, I can be like, man, I was talking about someone else. Yeah. Or I was making that shit up, son. But anyway, so I don't know if the artist knew who finished the tattoo, but we sat down and he's like working on it. He's like, oh, so what are you getting? I'm like, oh, a really big moth on my stomach. I'm getting it shaded in. And as he's doing the tattoo, he was telling me, do you know that uh, in some South American cultures, a large black moth coming into your home is a symbol that someone's about to die? And I'm like, he either knows, and I fucking love this guy, because <laughs> he's creepy as
1: fuck. Yeah. Or he
0: doesn't know, and that's just like the universe saying this dude he's going to do all your tattoos from now on. And yeah, he's nailed every one of them. And I have got crap tattoos, in terms of, I have old school tattoos, I have patchy stuff that is things that I want because they had meaning yeah. and I didn't pick tattoos for my body shape or like my skin type or anything like that so I love my tattoos they're exactly what I want um, I didn't do like you know I didn't plan to have a full bodysuit and people do that now and now it's really common um, which is actually like looking at you not having a throat tattoo as a tattoo apprentice it's like crazy. So, what what sort of now that you know, how do you feel about like tattoo apprentices who are just who end up covered in their first year?
1: Um, it's more piercers that do that than tattoo <laughs> apprentices. So I'm not gonna lie. Um, I feel like look, it's up to them if that's what they really want to do, and they know that they're gonna stick it out. And that kind of thing. But especially in the beginning, apprenticeship's tough. Like, it's more the anxiety and stuff that you put yourself through and the pressure. You know, there's pretty much half of apprentices don't become tattoo artists.
0: Is that just the financial aspect in the beginning? Or the there...
1: I think it's that. I think it's the pressure. I think it's... it's it, everyone could have different situations. Yeah. But... Definitely, it's it's hard. So I think maybe rushing into fully covered in tattoos like throats and faces and that maybe ease up a little bit.
0: But if you're not going to be a tattoo artist in five years. You're also not going to be much else. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: working at JB Hi-Fi.
0: Oh, I couldn't get a job at JB Hi-Fi. If I tried.
1: What I've
0: applied to work there so many times over the years. Really? Just because I thought it'd be fun, and. Nothing.
1: I thought... My, yeah, nothing.
0: My, maybe now, maybe now that I, like, like, need real money again. Like, I'm not just like, eh. Um, anyway. Um, let's move away from tattooing. Um, nothing
1: against JB Hi-Fi workers. They're great.
0: If you can find one. Anyway. Don't <laughs> do that. No, look, last time I went to JB Hi-Fi, I wanted Firefly on Blu-ray, not on DVD. And the guy said, I have it. It's definitely here somewhere. And about half an hour later, he came back with Firefly on Blu-ray. He went and found it. Like, he actually found it. Anyway. Cool story. So.
1: Needs more Fireflies. Before we wrap (laughs) up,
0: what's the, like, weirdest thing that's happened to you in the modeling world?
1: (sighs) Modeling world.
0: Or, like, just, like, the most, like, unexpected or, like, I can't believe that happened.
1: Hmm. That's a really hard one. I don't know. Honestly.
0: Nothing comes to mind?
1: No. You have had a
0: good experience modeling then?
1: Pretty much. Like, I haven't had too many creeps. Like, I've kind of got my creep dar on. Like, if I kind of suspect when I'm speaking to them, like, I, I, you know, then you know, won't shoot with them or, or I'll shoot with people that had, you know, shot with previous friends and that kind of thing. I have had probably the weirdest, I don't know, is someone being really, really nice and taking your pictures and then turning completely like into psycho being like, no, if you want any of these pictures, you need to pay this, that, the other. And I was like, um, what's going on here? That's pretty much the weirdest
0: I reckon I've been that guy to some people.
1: To some people.
0: Not on purpose. Yeah. But I've had that experience when people have booked me for a shoot. Yeah. Not like we've been talking. Oh for no, a while. they they've
1: asked me for like a you know like a TPF yeah, yeah, yeah. shoot. Yeah, And yeah, it's yeah. you know for something or whatever, and I've been like, oh yeah, okay.
0: No, I've had that when people came through my studio. Mm. So like, they've like won a competition or something and they've heard from my assistant and she would have gone through with them over the phone like, so here's what you're getting. Yeah. And it was limited. You didn't get much, but you got it for free. Yeah. And if you wanted more, you bought more. Yeah. And like handful of times, like less than five times, I've had people like flip out (laughs) when I've said, oh, by the way, it costs money. But my prices were... Like on my website.
1: Oh no! Yeah, and my
0: assistant told them. You're so running like, it. Eventually. No, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's that. Like I've, but I've been that guy to someone. Yeah. You know, like, and I, I like to look at it. Go, you know, but from that person's perspective, I had they had the exact same experience you had. And I'm not defending this other guy or anything, but I'm just saying, like, it's yeah. That's one of the things that I love is that, like, if you think about perspective, it's that. Yeah. It's like to someone out there, I'm that guy. I'm that story. <laughs> you know, like it's like. So I've shot hundreds of thousands of people. No, I've shot thousands of people yep. because I, I did a lot of work in studios doing like six plus shoots, shoots a day with families of like five people. So like the numbers rack up quick. So I know like someone out there thinks I'm like the creepiest dude they've ever met. <laughs> because just law of averages, just someone I was the creepiest dude they've ever met. Um, even if I've got a thousand people who can say, no, he's fine. You know, and that's kind of what I want to try and dive into is like this, this idea of culture. I think I have visitors. Dentist. A lot, that's right. A lot of people, um, yeah, 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 come in. A lot of people sort of have this like egocentric worldview where they're just the only thing that matters and they don't think about other people's perspectives. So That's the kind of stuff I want to explore.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Anyway, we might have to wrap up there. No worries, Jade. Thank you so much
1: for coming on. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. Is there anything you want to tell the two people who might listen to this?
1: Uh, not really. I'll probably think about it later. Should've two AM. Two AM in bed. Be like, ah. I should have said. all oh, the things I. All the said. witty things Look, I could have said. This, this is
0: my first time out of the gates, so I've got no idea what I'm doing. I also have no idea so what I'm doing. Maybe you'll come back. Most in six of the months. time. Most of the time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Jump in the car. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Jay. Thank you.